something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, everybody. Roy Scoville here. And Daniel Van Kirk. We just want to let you guys know that if you enjoy Pen Pals, uh, our podcast that comes out every single Wednesday, then you might enjoy bonus episodes in our Patreon that come out every single Monday. That's four episodes a month. It's only $5, and they are all follow-up letters, so we hear back from our Pen Pals about whatever they're going through or sandwiches that they love or whether or not they like their new haircut. We hear from them, we read their letter, and then you hear them as well. Yep, that that's is it, at, right? Uh, that's it. And okay. it's at Patreon dot com slash pen pals yeah. if you want to be my friend you had better go and get a pen maybe we can get in touch like they did in the old days it wasn't so long ago What is that? Yard. Is that ska? <laughs> is that ska? That's a type of music. What is that? What is, is that a spoken is word? That, is that that like a ska, ska. spoken word? What are you doing, spoken like, word right now? I felt like ska. <laughs> I got a mailbox in the front. Yard. Oh, dude. Does Scott have boss? to have horns? <laughs> Does Scott have to have horns? Is that yes. like a staple? Yes. I don't think it does. Yes. Like if it doesn't have horns, uh, it's not ska. All, it's just punk. If it's, it's not punk. Yeah. First of all, isn't the police early ska? Why do you oh, say that? Know. Why would you? Why would you come know. on Maybe this show and say that? Because I'm a music historian. Do we even use this camera? <laughs> Jay, Adam, Jay Adam Myers over here. We don't. Yeah, these none of these are real. <laughs> these. Oh, this is all fake. These are yeah, fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ska. Um, Did you like Ska? Well, tell us about the effect that the Mighty Mighty Boston's had on Boston. Never I love the had to knock on wood. We're gonna get to someone who has. has. I don't even. And know I'm words. sure it isn't good. Okay. I just love anything with brass. More Same. Like, you know. Chicago? No, I mean, Chicago uses a lot of brass. Is Chicago ska? Like, would you say that was early no, ska? No, no, no. Not even. I, I actually am going to take all, that stance. CTA was ska, but then they became Chicago. There you go. <laughs> I'm pretty okay sure. With that? Well, because it was a good poll. It's Chicago Transit Authority. Yeah. 
Anything Chicago you're down for. Yeah. Pretty I much. tell you, I had a sh- Chicago dog for the first time this year when I went to do Zanies. Mm-hmm. And I was so skeptical. Still hasn't taken a shit. Where did you where did you have from Wiener Circle? So here's the deal. I didn't I didn't have Gene enough time to like go 7-11. find where to get it. So I had it at the ballpark. I just got Chicago dog at the ballpark. Do they have short peppers? Yes, they had the whole deal. Okay. And I was like, this is gonna be terrible. And I took the first bite and I was like, that's not bad. And then by the end of the dog, I was like, I don't want a hot dog any other way. It, mm-hmm. For some reason, on it, it works. Well, dude. I've never had a Chicago dog. Tomatoes, which is ne- yeah. seems- ne- neon green relish. Which is, I don't. onions. Yeah. Cooked or uncooked. Usually uncooked. Peppers. Yeah. Little short peppers. And it was like tomatoes, a wild huh? taste. How are the tomatoes cut? The like, Half like, long. They just, like you would slice them and then cut, cut them. They're not half. chopped. Yeah, they're not chopped or anything. No. Anyway, I was like... You Must, know, mustard, yellow mustard. Yeah, yeah. Come on, it's the only mustard. I, hey, if people want ketchup, live your own life. Just I, I just I don't need it. Did I tell yeah. you when I was in Boston and I at the turn stopped to get a hot dog and I go and I go ketchup? <laughs> and the woman there, another like in line at this golf course, not even the employee. She goes ketchup, and I was like, yeah, ketchup. And the guy goes, you want ketchup? And I go, yeah, I just ketchup on a hot dog. And I go, is that crazy? And she goes, not. I mean, if you're a kid, no. <laughs> I was like, that was the first time in my life that I, I realized that certain places think it's absurd to put ketchup on a hot dog. Yeah. First of all, I grew-, I grew up where that was the most standard thing you did. Yeah, but that's how I grew up too, in yeah. Boston. But the thing I love even more about Boston is that was like low-key low flexing on you in Boston. Normally they'd be like, all right. Hey, Tammy! <laughs> Scott, you this asshole! Like, that's how deep yeah. they'll go yeah, yeah, in Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that they just chilled on you. I let that woman, but just, the way she was like, okay. <laughs> she wasn't even a part of the interaction. Yeah. She joined in. We got to introduce this guy. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, today we are joined by um, someone we both, I think, respect at the same level, yes. mildly. Low, low level uh, respect. Guys. Um, this man has been a friend of ours individually and uh, as a group. <laughs> yeah. for, I prefer you well, as, as a group, group now more than anything. As a group for four years, but individually past that, uh, much for earlier than that. Um, How as, did I meet you? I know exactly. I can see it right now in my head. But you introduce me first. Jay Larson. Guys, let's take okay, it back so tell to him, the top. So tell him how back you, to the song. Yeah. He's a Jay Larson, he's a writer, he's an actor, mm-hmm. he's a comedian, mm-hmm. he has a scooter, he broke his leg, although he'll, he's so humble, he'll say it was only his Achilles. Um, in The Invitation, you have a really good scene in the kitchen, right? Oh my God. Da- yeah, I do. Yeah. Daniel is, is, is right. Jay Larson is in the movie The Invitation, and I went with him to see it at the premiere at the... Uh, um, I don't even remember. I, I do. I can't remember the name. It was at the Dome, but whatever that used to be. Oh, the, yeah. Cinespace? The, the, no, not Cinespace. The Arclight? The Arclight. Did you it forget was, Arclight? I did. I forgot Arclight. Um, and it's okay. Come over here. No, he's he's very I know, disappointed. That he gets I dream about it every day coming back. That's why you better be right when you say, I remember how we met. You better fucking oh, know. Oh, I know it, exactly. He knows it, and he'll be upset. I know exactly. Uh, we went to see the movie. <laughs> Jay blew my mind. was so good so in the good invitation. Thanks, guys. I appreciate uh, that. And you, you're, what is your new podcast called? It's called The Golf Line. It's the a Golf, golf Line. Podcast. But if you're into, oh, it's very no, no, similar. No, 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 no. We don't hype other podcasts. I just want to know what it's People called. People call in about. with like questions nope, about golf good. and life. Not and interesting. Tell, share you know, golf we stories. played golf together this summer. Yeah, I think it's go? sad you rely on your listeners to 
Keep your we show. We played up at the cabin. Rory came to the cabin. We celebrated yeah. our birthdays. We golfed on a Sunday and a Monday. And Rory is a very good coach and an even better liar because yeah. he made me feel like I was doing all right. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey. Yeah. You also were in my sketch show, DVK. Yeah. We did I Wish I Was Dead. We shot in a, in a mini. Mini. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wait, how did we meet? We met at the one festival. Me and you, we were going to the festival. DVK was there. You knew Daniel. I didn't. And I forget what, I forget what festival that was, to be honest with you. It might have been South By. It might have been. Was it Ryan? It was, might have been Bridgetown. It might, no, it might have been Denver. I can't remember. Might have been High Plains. High Plains. Might have been High it Plains. It wasn't High Plains. It wasn't. That's what I was going to say. And I was going to do something, and I was like, I kind of want to do like some weird interaction. And you were like right here, and you're like, oh, yeah, what are you thinking? And I was just like, oh, what's up, dude? And like you guys have already been talking. He's like, you know, Daniel? I'm like, no. And I'm like, he's like, he does tons of characters. And you're like, I'm going to go up here and do a <gasps> Wahlberg. It was South By. And you did like a Wahlberg preacher thing, like you doing a preacher, yeah. and then you came oh, it up. Was, it was Joel and Mandy's yes. uh, yeah. show. And then were you part of the Don't Talk to Andy Peters game? No. Yeah. No. Oh. no. John Doerr. No. And Adam. And Adam. No. Me, no, you, and John Doerr, and Adam. And Nate, and Nate was like, I can't do this. Don't talk to Andy and Peters. <laughs> yes, we met then. That's right, yeah. Because we I, we know when we met because it was for a music video. Yeah. But yeah, you were so good in that little sketch we did. Yeah, that was super fun. People love that stuff. Oh, I thought yeah. you were all right. I thought you and then right. obviously all the times we hung out on the crab feast. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you, in real you life. were uh, one of the best ever on the crab feast. Very nice of you to what say. Is, what is going on here? I'm just highlighting moments. I thought all. we were just introducing him. This I don't know. I think about Rory. Doing a little memory walk. You know, no, no, there's like sexual tension here. The great. I wouldn't call it tense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loosey-goosey. I'm ready to go. I'm t- it's making me tense. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. One of the greatest moments of Rory on the crab feast is... DVK comes in the crab feast. He's like, pick a store, go. I and know. he just goes. I don't have it. This was Rory. Me and Sickler. You, you don't got to tell him. He knows. No. And, <laughs> and he's just sitting there like this. Like, he's, like for 38 minutes, Rory is just like uncomfortable because he's an improv guy. And you know what Jay yeah. Larson would do in those moments? It's all, it's not what a, was your first job? Tell us like a first job. Yeah, we went into that. that. Was, you always knew that the, the guest was, wasn't a didn't good have something in the. Doesn't mean they were a bad guest. Sometimes it didn't. Yeah. It didn't know it, but it meant that they didn't have something locked and loaded and Larson would throw it. Like, tell it was like a first job. First, no, but yeah. job you had. Do you not remember what podcast. happened? Not a good podcast. You told a story you end up doing. This is let me get he was to there. it, Let guys. him get to it. Let him tell the story. So then eventually after 38 minutes, he settled in and you're like, <laughs> 38. I, he goes, I don't know if this, he goes, actually, I've never even, I don't think I I've ever told no. anyone the story you, in my but life. But you guys were talking about that subject matter, yeah. which was farting and accidentally taking a shit. And then he told an amazing story about <laughs> and I, his pants. I, only and, when they started telling that story, I was like, Oh my God! I do have a story. I have a. St- I've deleted this from my brain, and it's it's flooding back. And then I told that whole story, mm-hmm. and I think Jay and Ryan were both sitting there like, "Where the fuck was that?" This Where whole time that? I even closed with it. It was like, very it came interesting a whole to watch. Bit. Yeah, that was <laughs> great. Well, I love that you're doing a show again. The yeah, golf me too. Line. Yeah, golf line. Not me. I don't like competition. Premier premieres. I think I think we're going to be later this month or October. We're still uh, okay. looking for it. We got two in the can, and then we're going to go from there. Great. I yeah. love it. Let's go, Let's go to the ladder. Always good to have a fan of the show yeah. on as a guest. That was your one chance to touch pitches, and you didn't. Whoa, whoa, oh, Jay, whoa. Will you hear me that? that? Can you letter. see how good I was at I it? I threw it. Guys, I got to tell you, the, the production that's going on here is unbelievable. You like this that. is wow. You like this that. is wow. Dude, yeah. you're in. This Did you is, see these? This is Saturday Did morning. Did you see these? <laughs> Look at Does that. it hang? I thought it was magnets. That's no. nice. 
magnets. We can't afford magnets. All right. Okay, ready? Hello. Good Lord. Daniel. The pen pals pod at gmail.com. And if you want to email us like these good people did, yep. come to a show. If you want to say hello to us in person, and we'll like you a little bit more if you hand yeah, us a letter. Yeah, we will like you. Also, just by being a penny or a paller. What's the address? Oh, well, Daniel, that's easy. It's Care of the Pen Pals Podcast, 5419 Hollywood Boulevard, Suite C, number 121, Los Angeles, California, 90027. Love it. Top of my head. Okay. Hello, Pen Pals. I am stuck at home with COVID, and I didn't realize just how many of my 80s and 90s sitcoms are on daytime TV. I came across old episodes of Who's the Boss, and I had totally forgotten that Tony Danza was the first guy I ever saw and thought to myself, whoa, what a good-looking adult man. For reference, I'm 41, so I was a youngin' when it was first on. Who was your first celebrity crush? Wish you well, Becky. Bing bong, bang, bing bong, bing bing bong, bing bing bong. Thanks, Jay. Do you think we're setting you up with all these sound effects? No, not at all. Well, you're wrong. I just think it's interesting that you need me to do them. Yeah, we. You're a pen pal. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know, I know. We don't need you to do them. I mean, I do, but Daniel wants you to do them. Yeah. First celebrity crush. Did first of all. Did you even have? Was this a thing for either one yes. of you? Yeah. Yes. Really? Yes. I know exactly who, it, I and I didn't know till now. I have now. a few. You do. There I you have go. one the that falls in the w- the wheelhouse of what we're doing here, and yep. then I have one that's completely out of that. Yeah. And I'll save mine. Do you want him to go first? I think the guest should have to kick it off. I kind of lived in TV land as a kid. Of like course. My Same. everything. You know, I was a latchkey kid. TV was the world for me. Yeah. So I, I've always wanted to do, like, a documentary on TV homes, you know, like, in rooms that I love. Like, Growing Pains, the room above the garage. You didn't I want to be think about it all the, yeah, time, all the time. Dude. Yeah. So, and I also had a weird thing for older women when I was really young. Yes. So, Are you going to say the mom from Growing Pains? Do you think it's a... No, no, no. N- I was just going to no, relate to this. No, he wasn't. Okay. To Nicole, was it? Um, Becky. Becky. I always looked at Tony Danza oh, just being like, oh, man, I, I would love to have a Tony Danza Mona. in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was jacked i liked his hair and uh but Alyssa milano was on that show yes so that was a lot of my friends were in love with Alyssa milano but Great i loved start. the mom i thought she was the judith most light yeah i yeah. loved her judith remember light. we saw her on a plane yeah pasadena. we did with al pacino in pasadena yep we did what how look jay and i go to things it was crazy dude we bought the tickets walked up well, what motivated you because of pacino because yeah. it's yeah. it's nice to go out to plays once in a while. I agree. Yeah. But the, it's usually a motivation. Pacino, we were like, Pacino. oh my God, I can't believe we're going to go to a play and see Pacino. You know was the best? We went with his buddy, Johnny, yeah. and like all couples. Yeah. And uh, when we left, <laughs> I was like, wow, that was really impressive. And he's such a theater guy. He's like, ah, oh, God, Pacino was overacting. See, Judith Light was doing this. And I'm just like, oh, I guess I really don't know much <laughs> about anything. Wait, so you really had a crush on <laughs> Judith Light? I didn't have a crush on Judith Light. I was just always impressed by her. And she was a single mom. You know, I was raised by a single mom. So I always like, Look to her. I'm like, oh, she's keeping it together, and then she's got that. That's cool. not a crush. That's admiration. I'll tell you my crush. Yeah, but because yeah. he was raised by a single mom, he doesn't know what a crush is. I'm bringing Becky into the fold here. You know what okay. I mean? I'm relating yeah. to the yeah. show. Yeah. Look, let's um, just keep it what it is. At a young age, you wanted to sleep with Judith Light because no, she reminded you of your mom. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. not even close. <laughs> Although the work suits definitely. I work like that suits. she was a, that she worked and Powerful. had a job. Yeah, independent. Yep. yep, yep. But Nicole Eggert was my. Yes. My childhood's crush. What's the, that? Charles, Charles in Charge. In charge. Yeah, I mean, it was just like... Which was well, basically... I'm so, I'm so, have some respect. 
The Blonde? What do you think this is? 2000. And here's why I'm I'm paired up hard with him. The other daughter was also blonde. Yeah, but she's the blonde on the show. And the son was blonde. Yeah. Was Charles in Charge basically a ripoff of Who's the Boss? I mean, it's the same thing, right? I'm thinking about it. It might have been. Yeah, it might have been. Scott Bayo. Also, why love is he the road in charge? He went down. Right? Yeah, love well, and the, his buddy, love where whose he name was up. Buddy. Charles was in charge. Uh, he went on to be like a like a superhero for Christians. That's right. Which like is what Kirk you Cameron? Do. No, Kirk the Cameron bu- also. no, the well, Kirk another Cameron. one. He's just the Christian superhero. <laughs> Oh, okay. Nicole yeah. Eggert. Nicole Eggert for That's sure. Disrespectful. Nicole Eggert hardcore. Not mine, but um, uh, you're gonna say mine, and it's fine. No, let's. Yeah, can we let Daniel? No, hop I know. No, because I actually want to know. I, I want to know. I want to know. Okay, mine. All right, go ahead, Daniel. Not, not, oh, no. first got, of all, I got some back. Two things. You are horrible at whispering. Oh, I bet you they even heard. Did it you guys hear it? No. Did you I really hear it? Yeah, what did I say? You, this is what you said, right? Yeah. Okay. And this is this is. I'm going to do this on camera, but it's just for the listener. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was actually a, a pretty good whisper. Am I wrong? <laughs> was I really that loud? I mean, it, was, it wasn't that loud. It was loud enough. The fact that he heard it, it was loud enough. <laughs> right? Tiffany Amber, that is Kelly Kapowski was my like. Great we one. were going to be married. Of course, I really like thought. Yeah, I yeah. really was like, this yeah. is it for me. Mine, mm-hmm. DJ Tanner. Really? Yeah. You don't ever DJ ever, Tanner ever ever Kirk Cameron's that. sister. sister yeah. You never hear that. Really? No yeah, one never. has ever I've said never, that. I've never I don't never even oh, one bit. time. The other not, one? I'm not doing it. The other one? I've never heard that ever. Uh, the other one though that I just thought of after I said it. Uh Topanga from Boy Meets World. I can see that How old are you? more so. Same, we're all the same age. I'm older than both of you guys. Ugh. I'm 42. Yeah, so I don't. I never watch Boy Meets World. Really, Tiff, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, I forgot was. I mean, Saved by the Bell. That Saved by the Bell in general was just like I just wanted to be Zach. I was more in love with I Zach know, than yeah. I was. Yeah, that's a good else. call too. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. But uh, so me. wow. Remember when Mary Tiffany Amber? My world exploded when Tiffany Amber Thiessen no, went the, on Thiessen went on Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah. It, it was just like what? Yeah. yeah. You're mixing these worlds. Yeah. 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 The other one, yeah, uh, Mira Sorvino. In mm. what? Uh, Mighty Aphrodite. Not me. I don't know that. I've never seen it. I don't yeah. even know why. It just and then when she, and then Romeo and Michelle, so cute. Can and I smart and adorable and at, fun and dumb? As a kid, and Jay already answered this, but maybe you have a different one. The, uh, b- older woman who, as a kid, who did you have a, cru- a TV crush? You're just, just so you can say Diane Lane. <laughs> I, I got a Diane, but it's not Lane. Wait, who, who, who do you got? It's specifically in Father of the Bride. Yeah, really. I was just like, good she's energy. The, she's, she's awesome. Chill. Her energy's the best. I love her, and I love her in that Jack Nicholas. Movie. I asked she's this just question. So I don't know that I have an answer for an older woman that you had a crush on. As like in a did the you TV have a crush world. on? I wouldn't consider older, but Back to, back to the Future. Did you have a crush on? No. Uh, what's her name? Well, it became Elizabeth Shue. Or do you mean? Yeah, dude, or do you talk about the mom? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I didn't have yeah. a crush on her. I don't know. Yeah, who Elizabeth Shoes. Yeah, I had an early crush on her too. I mean, I but I guess... never really specifically was like I want to date her. Yeah. DJ Tanner was. I remember I mean, feeling that for like 
a like a year of I my life. I just can't imagine like dating a DJ. Like, hey DJ, ready to go, bro? Like, I, I just <laughs> really? don't, yeah, I don't know yeah. how I do well, it. Well, it's not that it wasn't her real name. No, it is. No, Candace, right? Candace, Candace Cameron, Candace Cameron. I'd actually go. Oh, DJ. That's a good name. It is a great name. <laughs> now she's crushing all these Hallmark movies. Yeah. Would either of you do a Hallmark movie? Yes, sure. And I do it tonight. I do one tonight. I want to write one. Kathy Ireland. Yes. Yeah. And just specifically when I was in Spencer's. Yeah. And just uh-huh. click, but <laughs> click, click. And then yeah. one of them randomly would be glow in the dark, and you're like, why? What is this? Why, why, is, why is there a glow in the dark? That doesn't mushroom. make that I don't makes even it know horrible. about drugs. Why is there a mushroom all? in the Nothing. corner? Right. And then it would be the slippery when wet album cover. <laughs> Always, my whole always. life is changing in the back corner of the Spencer's gifts. And then randomly to take a break, you're like, just for no reason, that ball. I know this is such like a, like I like, of course, but it is real that I would guess anyone under 20 has no, like, do they even buy posters? Like, is there like posters? We have posters. Remember up Walmart in had post like every place you would buy posters. Posters. Yeah. That, that, that is. They have no idea. I, I think, think kids well, kids still have posters. Yeah, my kids have posters where? up in their rooms. From where? Uh, we have a. Well, how but how where? much would you love it if Reed's got a Judith Light poster in his room? <laughs> 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 and Jay's like, "All right, Reed, it's time. I want to pass this down to you." <laughs> um, hey, real quick, or back not. to Kathy Ireland. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Don't McPherson. forget, like unnecessary. El McPherson too. Oh my god! You guys go and then let no, me know you, when. You um, I was just going to say that that's why supermodels became a thing when we were kids. Yes. Remember, there was no, it was Cindy Crawford from DeKalb, Illinois, in, but Elle McPherson was the, the one, she almost defined well, the Bo idea. Derek, right? Wouldn't Bo Derek well, find Tommy Boy alone? There's an older woman crush. Right there, right there, right there. She's in Elle McPherson Boy. was. Yeah, she was amazing. That, I, yeah. She, I was like, you're hand drawn. Yeah. You're, you're, that, I, was hand drawn, is that good? I would think like if you draw whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking of me doing. It, I'm like that wouldn't I've look good at all. I've seen some hand drawn photos. I'm not good at drawing. That. That'd be I'm bad. Horrible. That'd drawing. be bad. If you were drawing, it'd be bad. You are hand drawn, and it looks like you need help. <laughs> that would be funny in a rom com. Like God, you're just like hand drawn, and she's like, "What does that mean exactly?" And then you, and then he goes this. like this, and it's a horrible. It's like a stick figure, and she's like, "Oh, oh. yeah." <laughs> Have you guys met any of your crushes? I met I met Topanga. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel I, I feel horrible for not even knowing her. I don't think I have. Name. I don't think I have. I haven't. No, you have not. No, I mean, okay. Would you feel compelled in like a panel to say something? Like they, you're on the Tonight Show, they're also on the couch. Would you like? Would you say like? Well, you don't want to ruin it all admit. by creeping every creeping no, it out. No, it's all how, like you, a, how you approach it. But I would have no issue bringing it up. Yeah, I would probably clear it to be honest. I'd probably go, "Hey, when we're both out there, do you care if I say I had a crush on you when we were when I was growing up?" And they're like, "Is that true?" And, 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 no, and, and if they give you anything me. other than go for it, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. They give you, oh, okay. You yeah, go, you know what? Forget oh. it. Forget it. Yeah, don't worry about or it. Or do it if they say don't do it, and they go, well, "No." Now <laughs> people need to know. I've been on dating apps now. You okay. know that I'm single. Yeah, and there is a. Are you on Raya? Celebrity crush from when I was a kid that I've seen, and I'm just like. I'm like, and Can I know people names? that have, I don't want to just because I don't really know, right. you know, but I have friends that have gone on a date with this person and I'm like, they just went to go with a celebrity. You know what I mean? That's shitty. From like the past. You think, I mean, I don't know if that's true. But. Right. But you know what I'm saying? That would be a shitty reason to yeah, do it. Yeah, it would yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, it's interesting to, you know, you're out there and you're like, oh, wow. Hey, you know, but 
What about uh, what's his name from uh, Melrose Place with blonde hair? The blonde. What was her name? I know who you're talking about. She was on a movie. Heather she was Locklear? on a TV show. Yeah. Later. Wasn't she on Heather Spin Locklear City? Heather Locklear was one. Yeah. Wasn't she in Spin City? Yeah. Or News Radio? She was on News Radio no, or Spin City? News... No. No. I think maybe Spin City. I don't know. I can't remember. But she know. was Heather Locklear. Oh, no, not Heather Locklear. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of something else. Crushes are great. I wish we had uh, like either a female. Well, we do have one. But I mean, I as feel a like guest. I sl- but I would love to know like the male crushes as well that people were that, that Bro, like, we're right. Let's just, talk about it. Kirk Cameron. Did you well, no, have, well, I would agree with that as well. Yeah. There are there oh. are men that are, like uh, whatever, uh, peer, age-wise peers. Lori, Lori Laughlin, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, Lori Laughlin. Yeah. Who's Lori Laughlin? Alex P. Keaton, big uh, time. From Full House, Aunt Becky. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Now, criminal. Loved Jesse. Criminal on the run. Yeah. Do you think, like, do you think people had a big crush on uh, the the son and family members? Obviously not. Family members? <laughs> family matters. Did <laughs> I say members? Family members. Yeah. Dude, you got that, that's a porn. That's a porn. I'm talking That's lie. a porn parody. That family is, members. But that is the most amazing broad title for a sitcom. It's just called Family Members. People are like, what is it about? Save like, it. We might use it. What do you members. save it? It's about. Save <laughs> yeah, it. It's about family members. <laughs> Do you think that people had, like he was a heartthrob? A JTT was the big was yeah, the he was all time, time right? Lissa, Lissa, mic it up. We need a female voice. Oh here. yeah, so Randy. Here, wait, Lissa talks for twenty minutes. Yeah, here I could. I absolutely could. I have a list in my head. Who is Randy? Ran, uh, JTT from Home Improvement. Okay, yeah. Mike oh, Seaver. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Kurt Cameron was huge. Obviously, Zach Morris. They see what about Slater. Devin Sawyer? Devin Sawa De- from Sawa Sawyer. Yeah. So from what? From oh, Casper? Now oh, and then. Now Casper. and then. What yeah. about uh, uh what about Final step Destination? By step, step by step, older brother Sasha, whatever his name oh, was. Yeah. I was more karate about- Kid. He was in the Karate yeah, Kid 3, I think right? So. Cousin Cody was Cody. the yeah. 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 But like if you're talking like older guys too, I mean like the I was a Patrick Duffy fan. Ooh. I was interested in Patrick Duffy Patrick from Step Duffy? by Step. Who was that from Step by Step? Patrick know. Duffy, he was in Dallas. He, audi- he, had, he auditioned oh, for uh, mm-hmm. Robbie and was uh, so funny. Really? Came in and he just bought a, he was doing jokes and bits. And I was like, this guy, Patrick Duffy. Uncle it's Jesse. Want. It's what you want. what you want. Uncle Jesse was a big deal. Yeah. I remember having of like course. my sexual awakening to things like this. Do you remember the show Silk Stockings? Yes. That, just the red opening. shoe diaries. Yeah, that was a big one for me. And then there was uh, I was Santa I also, Barbara. I remember being attracted. <laughs> Did you say it one more time? Santa Barbara. What is that? <laughs> just one it's more a soap time. opera. Just one more time. And Days of Our Lives. My nana. Those were her programs. So we come home after school. Santa time. Barbara. She'd be watching her programs, and I'd sit and watch like soaps. And Did I remember you watch just being like, Knots Landing or Falcon Crest. I mean, I remember the opening to. Oh, I'm thinking of Dallas. Okay. The opening. But you know who was my who I wanted to be as a kid so bad was Malcolm Jamal Warner. That's I just wanted to be him so bad. Really? Oh my god. Yeah. One like because I, I always looked at dudes Santa Barbara. I always looked at dudes in shows. I'm like I want to be like that yeah. guy. Like Kirk Cameron, Malcolm mm-hmm. Jamal Warner, mm-hmm. uh, Brandon and Nino. Like that yeah. was my. Guy. Oh, that was your guy. You Brandon. were a Dylan guy. I couldn't. I couldn't see myself being Dylan. You know what I mean? He was too. Not Ian he was Ziering. too cool. You couldn't be him. I oh, I saw. I could see myself being Ian yeah. Ziering. I could that car. That Corvette. What was his character's name? See, you wanted the vet. I would have taken. Who was Ian Dylan's. Ziering in nine hundred two What was his name? Zach. No, Steve. 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 Nice. Steve. O. Yeah, he was kind of a fuck up, but also like but he not was, really. No, he was sincere, and he yeah yeah. 
He just wanted a good. He just I was wanted a simple a life. Brian I think. Austin Green still am, dude. What he did to am. Donna? Yeah, you don't want to rethink bro. about it. You're gonna get nah. canceled for that. Nah, I'm, bra- I'm bag. You are not, dude. That's a problem. I'm bag all the way. Do you know when that show was on? I would watch. I would be in my mom's living room, uh, bedroom, True. watching the show. Right? Yeah. Watching when the family commercial members. came, boop, 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 boop. dude, are you serious right yeah. now? You would are call. You, oh yeah, my yeah. best friend Rye, my girlfriend. Like, are you what? Can you believe this? So you they like, better watch, let her watch. graduate. Yeah. Oh yeah, I watched. What? Watched. Oh, with a big plot line. From Donna Martin Twitter. graduates. Yes. Yeah. Donna Martin graduates. Also, you mentioned Eddie from Family Members, but yeah. Stefan Urkel was. <laughs> Stefan Urkel was the one that. Stefan Urkel. Sexy Urkel. Oh yeah. Stefan Urkel. Oh, yeah. Big Stephane time. Stefan Urkel, yeah. 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 I, I think I also had a crush on the girl from My Two Dads. I also just had a crush on the I fact don't she remember had two dads. her. <laughs> yeah, My Two Dads. Yeah, you were yeah. just jealous of that. Yeah. I was, yeah. Just, I was like, I'll can take I get one. half of that? I'll take one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was any others. But, yeah, I had a dream once that I was dating DJ Tanner. And then I was like, oh, I think I have a real crush on her. That's the only time that's ever yeah. happened. I'll be straight up. I think the people we've named were crushes. I think this DJ Tanner thing with you goes yeah, a you lot deeper. He's brought up a couple times. It's the most real crush I thought I ever really had on somebody. I think it goes beyond that. I think it goes beyond that. I know. Sirens? Yeah. I mean, that was just like, that was too much for a kid my age. I was like, this is too much. <laughs> Have you seen it? You can I don't know what we're talking about. That. I didn't make it to South Carolina. Oh my God. All right. I love right. this. Do you remember the Emmanuel movies? Yeah, dude, <laughs> hand to fucking Rochelle. <laughs> I was going to say that after I said Simon, but I was like, these two fuckers don't what know. Are the I think movies? I sensed it. Emmanuel 5? <laughs> Emmanuel 5 was... It's the best of the Emmanuels. I've never seen one. Are you for real? I'm 100% real. What about two, three, or four? I've seen all of <laughs> <laughs> What's the Emmanuel movies? You let him live his life. It's soft porn. That's it fine. was like it was my oh. first introduction to like soft porn. Gotcha. Same. Where it was like it, it, like even now you look at it I by rented today's it. standards, you would look at it and go, That's it, you can put this on daytime TV. <laughs> I rented <laughs> it from the video hub. Oh my gosh. Um if anybody if Which anywhere, is now a steakhouse. <laughs> if any of our pen pals had crushes, but specifically if you ever met them. Write us in. We'll read about it. On Obviously, the page. DJ Tanner's a big one for Daniel. Yeah. If you have a story. Actually, you might also, not. Also, if anyone knows her, Daniel's just no, looking for alone. an email leave address. He's alone. looking for a phone number, leave her email alone. address. Leave her alone. She's in production right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on a remake? Hallmark movie. What's wrong oh, with Hallmark. you? She's got the Hallmarks. Hallmark. I haven't seen any of the Fuller Houses. Have you? Mm-mm. How, I, that is just blows my mind. What? You, you are you want to marry DJ Tanner and you haven't I seen don't. any of the Fuller Houses. I'm happily houses. married. Okay. Just say that you've seen the Fuller Houses. I haven't. Becky, right. um I look, here's the deal. This is great. I think we all agree. Tony Danza obvious choice. Like awesome. hot stuff, super yeah. fun, yep. down to support, cool. Yep. yep. Even now I don't know Tony Danza now, but I would but assume he's a good guy. I bet you, you I just bet want awesome. him to be that you just want him to be the boss. Yeah. Interesting, Tony Danza played the dad in Sebastian Maniscalco's I know. Unair, yeah. unaired sitcom, pilot, right? sitcom. Yeah, yeah. multicam. Yeah. Which you're like, he's too young almost in my eyes to play the dad, you know yeah. what I mean, just based off the stories. Yeah. But when you see it, you're like, God, who wouldn't want Tony Danza's a dad? You'd, al- you'd almost believe that that was real life. Yeah. You go, Sebastian, this guy? Yeah, I see yeah. it. Anyways, Becky, uh, absolutely great letter. Uh, we love it. Thank you for... Uh, 
And, and thank you for writing it in and exposing that you want to marry Tony Danza. We wish you well. Hope you're over the your vid, yeah. pals, Roy Scovel, Daniel Van Kirk, and, and Jay Larson. To the okay, back. You have a deal with Brian. You can't touch a pitch. You still can't touch a pitch. It's you'd have to pay. (laughs) What's uh? What do you got? What's on the docket? What do you got coming up? Give us your plugs. Give us your things. There's so many things people can go on and watch that you're either in or you directed. Yeah, tons of stuff. Okay. I, I think mean, let's leave it at that. Daniel, what do you got coming up? Perfect. <laughs> I, I don't have any dates. I'm not going on the... I'll, I'll be out there with Sal Volcano in uh, October, November. Well, I and I have that, a, I bet that is so much... Have you done shows with them before? Yeah. I bet that's a is good Is it time. just the warmest, oh, it's most so fun f- crowd? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're great. And Sal's just the best. He's yeah. the yeah. sweetest guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm releasing a special, but we just don't have an air date yet. So we're okay. just waiting on that. And then uh, the Golf Line Podcast. And where can people just anywhere podcast? Yeah. Remember when you had to say that? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you can get it on... Now you just know. You can right, get it. Right. You think... You can get it anywhere. You think... Yeah, and is it guests it or people just call in and I you respond? I bet you can get it on title. Yeah, it's like, uh, I'll talk about golf, title. then I take calls from listeners, you know, direct. Some I interview, some I just respond to, and then I do interviews. Well, just in case no one heard my joke before, I think it's sad that your show has to be propped up by your fans participating. <laughs> that was a good joke. No, I said it before. No one really heard what it. What about you? Uh, at this point, uh, Zanies, Zanies in Nashville at the end of October. Go to my website and check it out. If you're in LA, come and see my whatever show at the Elysian Theater, October third and October tenth. It's a uh, it's a wild time. I'm gonna be back in town for the tenth one. I could do that one. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uncomfortable. Uh, oh, I guess technically. Nope. Jay's third, doing too. it. I hope he is doing it. He's doing all of them. Um. You can see me the first week of October in Lafayette, Austin, Houston, and I think College Station. Go to DanielVanKirk.com. And then on the 13th, I'll be in Nashville doing a live Dump People Town. On the 14th, I'll be doing a live Dump People Town in Chicago as well as a stand-up show. On the 15th, I'm in Manhattan. On the 16th, doing a live Dump People Town in Brooklyn. And um, then we have the Comedy Festival in November. Go to DanielVanKirk.com and... Uh, if you're having a bad day, um, I hope you have a better one. Go to badday.com. Okay, ready? That is definitely a thing, and you have no idea what you just sent people to. We'll find out. Okay. To my pen pals, I hope this finds you well. I am a paller. That means they've listened to every episode, like you. I am a paller, and I'm writing you gents as I have struggling, I would say am, am struggling with some members of my family as well yep. as some friends. Yep. One of the ways I show people I care for them is is by making a concerted effort to make myself available to them if they need help with a project, emotional mental support, or if they just need someone to vent to. I think that this has come to a head, though, as I am growing increasingly frustrated with the state of these relationships. The majority of the people I try to be available to show next to no reciprocity. (sighs) I made it. Dude, great. Thank you. Real great. Sure, they may ask me how I'm doing sometimes or for an update regarding a recent endeavor I may have told them about, but as soon as I respond, they have a propensity... 
to shift the focus nice. back to themselves and their needs, problems, etc. I have gone hashtag F2F, that means face face, 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 with two of these peoples to establish some boundaries and tell them that I am not. What would you say? Well, I think it's available. Okay. And I think they misspelled but it. But there is a world in which neither of us know that word. Available. Right? But I think you're right. Available. Um, I want that to be a real word we've never heard before. Uh, establish some boundaries and tell them that I'm not available to help them in order to try and maintain some time for myself, as we all need. When I have addressed this with them and expressed my perspective, I have used a metaphor. I tell them that it feels like I am a bank and they only make withdrawals and never make deposits, resulting in them getting mad at the bank for there not being enough left to withdraw. For overdraft fees. Yeah. <laughs> when they get upset with that nothing is left to withdraw, they lash out, which makes me feel like no matter what I do, it is never enough. This is not an RRGT. Rip around good time. Rip around good time. As you can imagine, insert sad trombone, trombone song here. I think it'd be more of a... No, it's... That's very good. I'm not going to take that away from you. It does sound like you're 13 and practicing. I mean, not even 13. That's like your first instrument right there. Very good. When was your first instrument? Fifth grade. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but his mom's like... My son's just got... His mom's net. in the symphony. Okay, ready? He plays drums too, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's. I think it's more of this. Yep, you're right. Have either of you dealt with any similar situations, or all three of us? If so, how do you recommend I go about addressing this further? I apologize for being long-winded and appreciate your time, consideration, and perspectives. Best regards, Nick. P.S. Thank you both for all the laughs you have created with your work and for the camaraderie you have fostered with this podcast. P.P.S. Do you roll your toilet paper over the top or roll it under the bottom? Uh, this, we're not even, I, do you want to? Over the top. Who cares? Okay. I do. Over the top. That's it the doesn't to matter. Do it. If you're worried about the most efficient way, it's underneath. But if you we told have me you do it this. either way, I do not care. We have talked about it. Over the top. Do you, here's, you know what the real question is? Do yeah. you have toilet paper? Or a bidet? Is that, is this Because I general? don't care how over you give top. it to me. So over the top. But you would. Not I care. Mean, how do you do it? Do you, you don't You've care. You've just either. opened a fresh roll of toilet you, paper. I You're go putting over the top it onto the every thing. time, but it doesn't matter to me. Same. Okay, but everyone, it, it seems like it does matter. I would say more importantly okay. when a... You have it. I would say more importantly when someone is as vulnerable as that guy was, the first thing to do is ridicule him for the idea of over the top or under the knee would be insensitive. Oh, well, that, you listen to the show a lot, so you know we work backwards. Well, that would be the first thing. Right, exactly. But that's just me. Which you get because you listen to the show. Yeah, yeah, of course. Every Which episode, dude. we had you on. Power! Okay. But here's but here's what I'm saying. Or a penny. Here's what I'm saying is that you That's both. That's a real thing. I know. I remember care. the whole thing up top when you guys first started. I love that you both are like I do it this way, but it doesn't matter to me. And you are still in this. Do you want to know? Do it you want, does matter. To do you, you want the truth of what Daniel? Doesn't matter it matters to you. For me, if you came to my house and it was under, would you switch it? Yes. You know what I? <laughs> do you know why? It, I, I actually don't know if I would, but I am curious. I almost wish you never asked this question, and I wish I could find out through natural organic circumstances if I would switch it. You'll forget. I think at one point we did a whole episode where we created a boy band, and neither one of us remember. But it. we did a whole episode where we've talked about this. I know. Over, That's why under. I don't care. Over. I don't care either, but over it has and you to don't be care, over. Right? I don't care at all. I don't care, no. You don't care at all, but it has to be over? Hey, okay. I do it over at my house because I like yeah. it, yeah, but like my kids sometimes will put it under, and I don't. it doesn't bother me. I'm just like, oh, it's under. That role's going to be gone in four days. 
That's not four days. Yeah. It's not we drop you. deuces, baby. <laughs> Dropping deuces. Okay, we don't like poop talk on this show. I, I don't know love why it. Over. every guest we have on ends up talking about this. Deuces. You and Brett Goldstein and who else? Did Rose? I don't remember. Okay. Hmm. Um what do you want to do when you when you feel like all you're doing is giving and never getting in your friendship? It is tough to go, you know what? Maybe I'll just cut it off and see if they notice. That I, I gotta say, I don't think that's ever the route. Do you know what I mean? If you go, I always reach out to Jay, never reach out to me. So I'll just stop reaching out to Jay. If someone's already not reaching out, it will not change things for you to go, let me show you what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? It will change it for the person though that's always reaching out. Exactly. Yes. I mean not it won't make the point being like but I always reach what, out to Jay, but Jay needs. never reaches out to me, so I'm going to stop, and then Jay's right. going to realize I've stopped, and he's going to change his ways. I not think some true. people do think <laughs> not that. true. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think some people think that, and what I'm here to say is that will not happen. You know what I happen. found a lot? People who uh, we are friends with, that we know. Name names. They have, okay, Jay Larson. They. Oh, that's not exciting at all. <laughs> I'm Wait, talking yeah, about I'm, I'm right here. Yeah, you know, you're a piece of shit. No, but they, they, they almost... In their dating life, or even a lot of their friendships, pursue broken birds to mend them and help them and be there for them. And then they eventually get burned out and sick of this person needing yes. them to help them all the time. And I think one of the things I learned in therapy is you have to look at yourself and go, wait, am I seeing these wound these little broken wing birds and saying hey i'll give you everything you need i'll help you out and then when they take me for everything i have i then blame them for it but you entered into this relationship or this friendship you were attracted to the need of you you wanted the need you wanted to be able to be the thing that someone could rely That's on and have and then you end up resenting that person for it yeah and if you if you go your route where you go i'll just stop well you know what's gonna happen i know they'll go find they someone stop. else yeah to it never Help ends them. the way you want that that scenario. It never ends with them going, "Hey, since you stopped reaching out, I realized I never reach out to you." Like that's so no, yeah. unrealistic. But it, right. I don't think that's what he's saying. I got I got a lot of things on this. Go for it. Because personally, I've been through a ton of this in the last two years. Right. You know, when you get talk. divorced, you go through a lot of this shit. Okay. Because you people drop in and out of your life. You know. So first thing I would say is probably guy like this, you got to look back to your childhood. You know what I mean? I was raised by a narcissist, so there was no attention for me. So I always seeked it everywhere else. This guy clearly looks like he's trying to get out there and help people and overgive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you give, that's your decision. You know what I mean? I had to make a decision because I felt like I overgave a lot with a lot of relationships. Yeah. So I did exactly the thing. I'm like, I'm going to stop gonna reaching back. out. My therapist said to me at one point was like, how many relationships do you think you keep going because you continually like make plans, reach out, check in? And I was like, good point. And I started, I stopped, which it was for me, not that person. Yeah. And I just and saw. And even the therapist was like, because I've already told you to stop coming back I've here. I've been like, <laughs> why are you still here? No, but I quickly saw the percentage of people that stopped reaching yeah. out to me. And yeah, I was yeah. just like, oh. And then I was able to reevaluate with certain people and be like, oh, I'm just going to change the way I see that person yeah. and how I want them to be in my life. Sure. And then I switched it. And then there were some people I was like, oh, they're not as good of a friend as I thought they were. But what I'd like to do is I still care about them because I like that person. Yeah. So I will 
reach out or make attempts, but know that I'm doing it without expectation that they'll do it back because they're just not that person. Then I took it a next step further and I started asking myself, how do you feel inside when you're around certain people? Do I feel good? Do I feel anxious? Do I feel uncomfortable? And then I started realizing like, oh, some people I just don't feel good around. So I stopped making the effort. And then another thing for me was I had so many friends like, you know, back when I was married. Bragging. I tons of friends. I did. I remember my therapist one time was like, how many best friends do you think you have? And I was like, I don't know, like 12. Million. And then now I've like reevaluated and I've gotten more comfortable just like, because I, same thing, care about myself more. So I'm okay being on my own and don't need 15 people reaching out to me every day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's, that's all me. Did you feel like you were being used? Or no, I never thought I was being used. I was just giving myself away. You just, it wasn't reciprocated. You were on a one way street. I think you got to always look at your side of the street. And I looked at my actions and I was like, this is you. It doesn't matter what that person's doing. If I keep doing it, it's on me. So I just realized I'm like, oh, you just keep giving yourself away because I'm used to doing that from like my childhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've like relearned and just been like, oh, it's okay. And then I started looking for people that were were interested in me and like to interact with me the way that I like to interact. Like people, like I like to check on people. I like to see how they're doing. Yeah. And when people start doing it to me, I'm like, oh, this person clearly likes you the way that you like to be liked and the way you like to like. And then I've like built new friendships. I'm like, oh, this is so great because they check on me. You know what I mean? And yeah. I check on them. And, yeah. and I just started like reevaluating what was important instead of like trying to make things happen in my life. I kind of let my life come to me more and then looked and was like aware, like, oh, this this is that. That's happening here. Like, focus yeah. on it, you know? I have two things to add. Go for it, brother. First off being uh, you two were a big wake up for me on, like, reaching out because my – and this is a little devil's advocate, but not in the way right. it might sound. But I am so used to – not, like, people reaching out to me and going, oh, people will reach out and people will talk to me. But I come from such a place of, oh, no, when there isn't someone that's going, oh, I, when are you going to reach out? When are you going to check in? That I always just sat back in almost a reclusive way, even in my friendships, and was just like, I, I don't – I don't like, I'm not proactive to go, oh, let's hang out. Let's do something – Almost from a place of, it's not fully like, oh, because I don't think that person's going to want to, but it does come from a place of going, yeah, but people are busy. Like, I just don't want to be a bother or be in the way. And it it really wasn't until I had a conversation with Jay where you even just point blank said like, like, yeah, I'm reaching. Yeah. Cause I want to hang out. I want to be friends. I want to like do stuff. And it was like the light bulb going off where I was like, oh yeah, I don't think I had matured into that place of going, oh yeah, that's what you do. That's how you're supposed to mm-hmm. like do it and maintain these relationships because I always just sat back and tried to stay out of the way. And I was also in that stand-up brain of just going, yeah, I, 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 all I'm focusing on is going to bed and then trying to find out what show I'm doing like next. And yeah. then it was like a wake-up call of going, oh yeah, you, th- these are friendship- friendships are happening right now and I'm not noticing it because I'm not like paying attention to it. And I, and I'm trying to like stay out of the way. The second one uh, being, I think people also have to factor in all of your friendships and relationships are not equal to each other. I always look at it in terms of how the solar system works. You're going to pass certain planets at certain times. You know, I, I think through the nature of having to do this podcast, they were wanting to do it. We, we communicate a lot. I feel like we have like a, almost like this time frame that I don't even think we think about. He's like, you're Pluto, bro. 
You're Pluto you're to me. You're fucking Pluto. And I barely dude. see you. And I'll never reach out. And you're not a planet. And you're not even a planet. <laughs> and you're not real to me. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think of there's certain relationships where there are some people that I don't talk to probably for six months. And that's just our and what I'm, thing. And I know? think the thing for this guy is if you're striving for those people that you don't talk to for six months and you never get it back, sit back and yeah. see what people are. See what their schedule no. kind of is with like No, the... see what people in your life are reaching out and yeah, yeah, are yeah. making the effort because those people might be better yeah. for you. Because for me, I came from a very broken childhood with tons of fucking trauma, right? Mm-hmm. So I constantly have always looked for unavailable people because those are the people around me. So it's the yeah. only way I learned to experience love was through unavailable people going for it and just being like, this felt like what love would be. And then have yeah, someone loves those who wasn't available. Yeah. So then I constantly look for that. And it wasn't until like, you know, going through divorce and going through change and really diving into who I was and where it came from. And usually... Also, it's like, what do you feel like you deserve? Well, yes, but that... Because that, um, I always felt like yeah. I deserved people who didn't want to care for me because right, that's exactly. what all that was everything for me. Right. And he said boundaries in there. My family, there were zero boundaries. Nobody drew a boundary. Yeah. No one gave a shit what you want your boundary to be. And I've, in the last two years, had to say repeatedly to people in my family, like, hey, I'm just setting a boundary here. I don't want that to be the, I don't want, that's not going to happen anymore. Like, we don't right. talk yeah. like that. So yeah. I think it, if people don't respond to your boundaries, that's a really good way of understanding or thinking whether or not you want them in your life. And family doesn't need to be in your life because they're family. That's, you know, you can I take agree. space yeah, yeah. from family, take yes. a little space. And from anyone. Like, from anyone. Yeah. And then reevaluate how you want them to be. And then you got to look at your part and, like, how much do yeah. I do that stuff? You well, know? I, think, I think you're saying you got to evaluate how people make you feel when you're around them or the vibe you get from 100. them. That is such a big deal of listening to that very organic, natural instinct that you feel with people. But also, I think there is an acceptance that you have to make when you go, it, let's say, as a hypothetical, if I said, Jay, I reach out to you all the time, and then I decided to stop, and you never reached out to me, there's a world where you have to sit back and realize that Jay might go, I'm not trying to have a relationship with you. Totally. Or I'm not trying to have the one that you want to have. Exactly. And that is not, and no one in that scenario is right or wrong. And in my opinion, no one has of like course. wronged the other. Have it's guys, just how it is. This is, is going to sound lighter, but it is, I think it's of the same, like, well, we're not the same. Like, have you ever had someone ask you to be in their in their wedding and you're like, what? Like, where you were like, oh, you, I, you view our friendship on a way different level than I view our friendship or even invited to a wedding no like, every I person be- i got asked because you know it's commu- i'm sure you've married people i've been best man i've been in the wedding parties i've hosted the after dinner every person i was like yeah i felt like i deserved to be there or be you yeah. know you know at that point in our relationship yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i never was like what is guy great? no i've never been invited to anything Weddings, parties, oh. get-togethers, movie get nights, there, game bro. nights. Look at that. Get there. I would picture, say just to be in a picture with somebody. I would say though here when uh, when Nick says, "How do you recommend addressing this further?" Well, we, we've talked about like the things that need to be done, but how do you address that? You said that you can set boundaries, but that's a little bit different. I think in the, terms of this, this is about saying I feel like I'm always a friend to you, and I feel like you're not a friend. I feel like I'm I'm checking in about your life and how and. And really invested in how you're doing, and I feel like you're not coming back to me. My, I think earlier I kind of slightly addressed. I think the first thing take inventory and say how much how much of the culture of this relationship is on me. Like yeah. I entered into this because I wanted to f- be a helper to someone and fix them. Yeah, and then I end up presenting them for not ha- having anything to offer me. So take personal inventory. What did I bring to this? Am I? How much am I to blame? For I don't being think. In this it, I don't think it's a accounting. 
I can't. You can't keep score like that. No, no, like no. How but much I, you, you bring to say, it? But I, you should say, do I tend to seek out whether it's relationships or friendships where I'm the nurturer, I'm the one fixing the problems, oh, you're, and you're, then I the resent them for not being a a fixer for me. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. you kind of seek those out. But what I'm saying is, I think the number one thing that he can do is look at himself. Put all those people on silence for a while and don't reach out and just get some time alone and figure out, like, what's important, who is reaching out, look around and see what people are in your life. And if there are people, like I said to you that one time, yeah. that are you think are important to you, address it to them. And if they respond positively, then it's great. If they don't, then you know to move on. I, and, you know, or recategorize the friendship, recategorize the friendship. I I've think done Nick that. is uh, I think I think you said something that I think Nick could potentially relate to is that you also might be putting too many relationships on your plate and you're like hey these all these relationships matter and it's like why don't you sit back because realistically you'd be so if somebody goes well i'm friends with 100 people and you go or or do you have these real actual meaning relationships with just three people i think people go yeah but just three and you go you don't need a hundred people to be mm. friends with i bet if you go back in nick's childhood he was servicing a ton of people at a young age Probably that his parents. didn't sound right. I wish that Probably could have been his parents said a different that needed way. his emotional need, put his needs before him. He was okay. never heard. And so he thinks he needs that. a dude for everybody. That's, what, it did that's come my off guess. And I think, yeah, he should totally sexual. just want it. But as always, especially, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I okay. wrong? No, it was, <laughs> am I wrong? There was, there was some phrasing. You just said that as a child, yeah. he probably serviced a lot of people. I know, I just but, you know, didn't like that phrasing. Um, as always, especially with Jay Larson, we are not professionals. Well, Jay is. That's why we had him on the show. Yeah. Well, I'm not. And, I'm never, not and never will be. Right, right, right. In any field. Um, so uh, always look into therapy if you haven't. Take care of yourself. Yes. Uh, invest in self-care and mental health. I know this is so, I, I, will, I feel like this is so basic and we say it all the time. But also, Nick, think about like what you enjoy doing and then seek out people in those communities. Because those become friendships where at your foundation, you both like fucking bowling. I mean, right. Jay and I play so much golf together and we talk so much golf and it's fucking great because at a foundational core it's like we both do stand up we're funny we're dads we play golf like we have a lot of things but even if all of those things went away and it was just golf we would still probably have a very similar relationship in terms of going yeah but we both connect on this one fucking thing you don't yeah. need to connect on a thousand mm-hmm. no uh nick thune wrote this so <laughs> I think we all need to make a phone call. Yeah. Mm. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, all right, Nick. <laughs> Just hate Nick for no reason. Uh, well, let us know how it goes with the F2F. Write us back, and I want to know how you're doing, and we'll fill Jay in um, because he probably won't listen. But uh, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk, Roy Scoville, and Jay Larson. Pen Pals is produced by Lissa Rubin and engineered and mixed by Chad Bouchard. Our artwork was created by Jeffrey Tice, and our theme music is by Patrick Keenan of the Winter Sounds. You can follow Pen Pals on Twitter and Instagram at the Pen Pals Pod. You can see all of that content thanks to Caitlin Bordini, who runs our social media. Head to youtube.com slash Daniel Van Kirk Comedy to watch these episodes absolutely free and subscribe to patreon.com slash pen pals. For only $5, you can listen to a follow-up letter every week and you'll be the first to hear all upcoming Pen Pals news. But the easiest way to support the show is to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and tell everyone you know about your two favorite cackling idiots. Hashtag grow the show.
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. 